everyone, and welcome to another episode of Taco Bata Tuesday, the show where we eat healthy, delicious tacos and have conversations about life. There are two things that will define you. The first is your patience when you have absolutely nothing. The second is your attitude when you have everything. I think we all can agree that when we are seeing the outcomes we desire come to fruition, life's pretty good. (laughs) You know, like how is it hard to be joyful and to be grateful and just excited? It's so easy to show up with the right attitude when everything's going right. But what about when everything's going wrong? Or better yet, what about if it takes time to get where you're going? I don't know about you guys, but I am probably one of the most impatient people. And that has been an uphill battle for me over the last few months. So I'm going to bring you into just my story and into the journey I've been on over the last few months. And then I'm going to allow for you to walk away with some applicable steps to build more patience in your life. Because I don't want you putting unnecessary pressures on yourself that are going to just lead to frustrations, that are going to lead to burnout in doing something that you love. And more importantly, I don't want you forcing outcomes that just weren't meant to be. And I know there's probably some of you right now that are getting a little impatient with me because I have yet to announce the taco of the week. Okay, I know, I know, I'm sorry, you twisted my arm. (laughs) The taco that I am bringing to you this week is truly healthy and delicious. It is my Cajun persuasion taco. If you enjoy a balanced meal that has some spice, colors of the rainbow, and is protein-packed, you've got to try this. So before you leave the episode today, be sure to check out the show notes to grab that recipe card from the Taco About a Tuesday highlights. So like I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, I feel like I've been in this uphill battle, probably over the last year if I'm being completely honest. This time last year was when I decided to make that big gutsy decision to leave my corporate job to start my own business in health and mindset coaching. And it's been the absolute best decision. I tell you guys that every single week. But I'll tell you one thing that I don't necessarily tell people often is that right when I made the decision and I was like, hey, I'm doing this, is I had, you know, specific people in my life that said, good luck. You're not going to make it. It's a very competitive industry. There's people that have more experience and accolades than you that haven't made it yet. So I think that you're making a mistake by quitting your job. And I could have totally allowed for that to stop me dead in my tracks. But instead, I of course made it the fuel to my fire. (laughs) And man, was it the fuel to my fire. But I would be lying to you guys if I said that it's always been the fuel to my fire. Because over time... It started to become the water, just slowly but surely, taking out flame by flame. Because the fear and the self-limiting beliefs came up. And all of a sudden, I had this huge like, sense of urgency, and I started to put these unnecessary pressures on myself. And on top of that, I had business mentors, and I had people around me that were dreaming big for me, that had huge expectations and shoes for me to fill, where I was like running and running and running. And I've been running now for an entire year. And I'll tell you guys, I love what I do with a freaking passion. But sometimes push comes to shove and you find yourself in the middle of burnout. And I found that I started to put unnecessary pressures on myself 
because I stopped practicing patience. I allowed the words of a few people to start to scare me, to think that, okay, if I don't hit certain milestones within this period of time, then I'm a failure and that I will fail or I'll like go broke or whatever the case is. And it's just been eating me alive. And my guess is if you're listening to this right now, my guess is that you've probably experienced something fairly similar. Or you just also suck at practicing patience too. Regardless of where you're at, I welcome you and I invite you into this conversation. Because together we're going to go on this journey of taking consistent, effortful action and building patience so that we don't fall out of love with things that we love doing and that we can spend our time in the fulfilling stages of getting to the top rather than just being completely frustrated and forcing all these outcomes. So let's just jump right in. And luckily for you, I made the first step pretty easy. It just takes time and actually sitting down and reflecting on it. We all have different lifestyles, different jobs, just different demands that we're expected to fulfill. So I think we all can agree that patience is going to look different for all of us. So the first thing that you need to do is define what patience looks like in your life. What does being patient feel like? And once you start to figure out what that looks like for you, I think it's going to be 10 times easier to start to align your thoughts and your actions and just overall behaviors to what patience looks like. And I would even go as far to say is don't forget to define what the outcomes look like for you when you are patient. Think back to the times where you truly practice that. What came about of that? My guess is that it was probably something fairly positive. If not, you probably showed up a more grounded person because you were able to make less clouded judgments. But start thinking about those outcomes because those outcomes start to attach positive meaning to our definition around patience. And through doing so, you started to tap into your why. Why being patient is so important for you to accomplish. And now that you have a solid definition of what it looks like and what it feels like to be patient, now you can start to better identify when you're feeling off the rocker, when you're feeling completely impatient. And in those moments, that's when you have the gift of being able to acknowledge those emotions. You can start to address those feelings rather than suppress them because suppressing them only leads to bottling them up. And we all know what happens when you start to bottle stuff up. So take a deep breath and realize that you're human, that it's natural to feel this way, that you're not some alien and that you're not alone in this. And once you've been able to take yourself back down to a grounded level, ask yourself a really solid question. Because remember, when we start asking ourselves better questions, we start to get better outcomes. So ask yourself, why am I feeling this way? What is the exact thing that's causing me to feel this way? And why is it making me feel this way? From there, it's really easy to actually step into the third step, which is to identify those triggers. What are those triggers that are pulling you off the rocker, that are making you feel impatient consistently time and time again? I actually think this would be a wonderful opportunity for you to engage in a journaling exercise, an exercise where you just put pen to paper on how you're feeling, why you've been feeling that way, And just start to identify, again, those triggers, those things that are consistently coming up for you. And what I'm hoping you'll notice through this is that there is a common theme or there's some trends that show up 
to where you can start to take action towards not making that the trend anymore, to creating a new habit. And the way to do that after being aware of them is to start to call them out. Are they true? Are they realistic? More often than not, they tend to not be true. They tend to not be realistic. So how can we rewrite them to be more empowering, to now become those powerful triggers that will keep you moving forward rather than in the opposite direction towards impatience? So now you're probably asking, well, what if I identify that they are true? What if I identify that like, okay, I actually need to get this done by this date because there's a certain outcome that will happen if I don't. That's going to happen. And that's where the fourth step comes in. Start to fall in love with being uncomfortable. I've talked about this concept, especially when it comes to learning how to love fear. It's the same idea. When you start to shy away from discomfort, you start to take less action. But your expectation doesn't just magically go away. You start to feel guilty because now you're not taking action and now you're not seeing results. So you automatically have this feeling of guilt where you're beating yourself up and that just turns into this very vicious cycle of frustration. And now you're stuck in the hamster wheel. And we know when you feel stuck, all it means is that you just have a lack of clarity. So what are we going to do to get more comfortable with being uncomfortable? We're going to find clarity and we're going to figure out exactly what it is that we need to do. We're going to reverse the engineer the heck out of it, and we're going to come up with a game plan. Because all of a sudden, what was once uncomfortable starts to become comfortable because you can visually see it and now chunk it down into bite-sized pieces that just makes it way, 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 way more realistic, right? And remember, the fear of being uncomfortable is not just going to magically poof away. We were wired that way as humans, and that's okay, but... This is where you have to continually believe that all of the growth and all the magic that you're searching for is in the discomfort zone. So get really comfortable with being uncomfortable. And with that, I also ask you to take along this fifth step with you, which is to master the fundamentals and to be okay that it's not yet your time. I was actually listening to something the other day and the speaker said it so perfectly. He started talking about how Why would the universe give you more than you could handle? Why would it do that? It's just setting you up for failure. If you haven't gotten really good at the fundamentals, there's a reason that you haven't arrived yet. Because remember, when you arrive, things don't get easier. (laughs) When you get to that outcome, you start to face a whole different level of challenges. It's a completely new ballgame for you. So if you haven't mastered the fundamentals and gotten really good at where you're at now, why would you expect the universe to do that for you, to dish out this outcome? Because maybe all it wants is for you to be prepared so when you get to that moment, you don't succumb to the pressure. You start to level up and rise up because you've been through the experience necessary to do so. And the final step is actually playing along the same concept. The final step to take is to just be more grateful for the present. Again, think about it. Why would the universe or whatever it is that you believe in, why would it give you more to be grateful for if you're not currently grateful for what it is that you already have in your life? Nonetheless, how would you even see it? How would you recognize it? Because if you're not currently practicing gratitude right now, there's no way you're going to see when all of the other great things come into your life. There's just no way. It's common sense. 
So if all you're having is negative thoughts or if you're upset and you're frustrated all the time and you're not present for what's currently going on for you in your life, you're going to just attract more of that, more negativity, longer it's going to take to get to exactly where you want to be. So don't use the law of attraction in a way that you don't want to see it. Use it to manifest everything that you want. So start to implement gratitude. And don't just do it because it's woo-woo or because I'm telling you to. Do it because deep down inside, it's going to make you feel good. And it's going to make you actually recognize and take the moment to recognize all of the incredible things that are happening for you. And now, my friend, you have six incredibly impactful steps to start to practice more patience in your life. You start with understanding what patience means to you, what it looks like, what it feels like, and why it's so important for you to have patience. From there, you acknowledge those feelings rather than suppress them in the times where you start to feel impatient. And from doing that exercise of journaling and understanding what it is that's actually causing it and why it's causing it, you can better identify your triggers and identify a common theme. And better yet, you can start to call out those things that aren't true, that are causing unnecessary pressures in your life. But for those that are true, that there's maybe a deadline attached to it, or this is something that needs to happen, is that you got to get comfortable with falling in love with being uncomfortable, okay? Because that is where all the growth happens. And while you're in that zone of discomfort, start to get really good at the basics and master the fundamentals so that when you finally arrive, that you're ready for it. And not only ready for it, but you're grateful for what you already have and for what's to come. And the final note that I want to leave you with is that if you're finding yourself running into wall after wall, that maybe that outcome that you're shooting for is being forced and maybe it wasn't meant for you. That's not to say that like you don't deserve great things and that you're not allowed to dream big dreams, but maybe you're suppressing those whispers and those signs that are pointing you in a different direction. So become aware, become more reflective, listen to those signs, listen to those whispers and learn as much as you can. Because if you're just open and reflective in the entire process, you're gonna find your true north. You're gonna end up in the space that was meant for you, even if it was not the outcome that you originally sought for. And I will tell you, there are things that happened in this last year that I never thought would happen. But they ended up being everything that I needed that I didn't even know that I was searching for. And had I not been open-hearted and was aware and reflective and just listened for the call, I probably wouldn't have found that. And I wouldn't be as fulfilled. And more importantly, I definitely wouldn't be heading in the right direction. Thank you so much for showing up for you today. And for being vulnerable and recognizing that, hey, patience is not our strong suit. But with effortful, consistent action, we'll get there. And until the next episode, I hope that you practice those steps to patience because you know that there's great stuff on the way. And of course, I hope that you enjoy those tacos. See you then, guys. <laughs>